The definition of conviction is a firmly held belief. Leadership looks different for each person, but every leader has strong convictions that pave the way for how they guide their people. Whether you're an experienced leader, a current leader, a novice leader, or a soon-to-be leader, this podcast is a must for you. Through this show, we will hear leaders share their convictions, the struggles they face, and the challenges they have overcome by staying true to their convictions. Leadership, it can be hard and it can be lonely. My goal is to connect you with leaders who have walked that journey and want to show others the way. This is Bo Vincent, and you're listening to The Conviction of a Leader. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bo Vincent, the host of The Conviction of a Leader. Before we get into the episode today, I would like to stop, collaborate, and listen. No, I'm just kidding. What I really want you to do is stop, like, subscribe, and take time to share this podcast. If it made an impact on your life, share it on your social media, text it, share it with your friends. Do people still email? And if they do, email it to your coworkers or employees if you think that this will help them, especially if this hits home for you. Maybe you've hired somebody that this topic is really going to impact. Maybe somebody works for you that this topic is really going to impact. So I would thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing this episode. Next thing I want to say before we get into this episode is if you think that you are a great leader, a great entrepreneur, and you just want to talk to me about leadership, I would encourage you to stop, email me, tell me who you are and why you think that you would be a good guest on The Conviction of a leader. Maybe you hold a strong conviction that you want to share with me, or maybe you want me to elaborate one-on-one about a conviction that I've had or how I can help you. So every week, we want to start out with one thing that's really been on my mind or the mind of a guest. So on this journey of leadership, I want to take time to seek out leadership advice. I want to overcome as much in leadership as I can. I want to find people who have overcome uh, leadership uh, downfalls, leadership failures by staying true to who they are and the convictions that they hold. Sometimes it's going to be funny and sometimes it's going to be super serious. But this is a way to show you that who I am is a man who is still a student in leadership. And I'm hoping that I bring you some golden nuggets of advice each week. And honestly, I know I'm going to grow and I'm excited to do so. So, all right, now we're getting to the good stuff. I want to start out by just stating a question. Have you ever had a leader, a coworker, a family member just totally tear you apart, tell you 
that you are a failure or that you're going to fail. You've heard the line, I want to thank my haters. Well, I'm here because of my haters. Today, I want to talk about those phrases and why it's likely better off just leaving it where it's at and letting it go. One, if you are wasting time talking about somebody that has tore you apart and hated you, hated the journey you're on or where you're headed, hated your potential or didn't even see it, you're likely not giving credit and energy to the leaders that were important to your journey and to your path, to your parents, to your former coworkers, to your former bosses, your former leaders, former teachers, former coaches. If you're spending so much time talking about somebody that I'm about to talk to for literally I'm hoping about one minute of this episode, but the first person that I can think of is when I was a bus boy, I think I was 14, my my manager literally looked at me and said, that's your girlfriend? Wow, you must have a really good personality or sense of humor, which obviously she was downing my looks, which thankfully I think I have aged like fine wine. The other person that I could think of is Josh, my first store manager at a retail store when I was 16. Um, Yeah, he just wasn't a great leader. But one thing that really stuck out is my senior year. uh, I was a couple weeks from graduating. I remember sharing with everybody where I was going to college and what I was majoring in. He was overhearing the conversation. He walked over to say, yeah, good luck going to Johnson and Wales University, a private college in Uptown Charlotte. Yeah, I said Uptown because it's not downtown. But Uptown Charlotte, he said, good luck. I'm sure you'll be back here working in no time. Which, man, that really set me off. Not only did he just doubt the fact that I could go to college and that I would do well, but not only that, He said I would be back where I started. So likely, if you're wasting energy talking about the Joshes of your career, that they threw fuel on your fire, then you're most likely not speaking to or about the leaders that made an impact in your life and on your leadership journey. Number two. Thanking your haters is simply just giving them too much credit. If you're thanking haters, you don't have a big enough why. Your why is what you need to push you through the times that'll keep you going. I'll tell you what, my why is not the people that have torn me down, ignored my potential, or doubted me. Do you think I really need to spend time on that? No, my why is to make a greater leader than I in less time. And if I'm going to do that, do you think I need to spend time telling those that I lead about the bad leaders in my life and how they fueled the fire somehow to make me a better leader that now helps them have a better leader? No, We're just simply giving them too much credit. I 
don't need them. I didn't need them. Because what I don't want them to do is to give them too much credit. I wouldn't want Josh to listen to this podcast and then give me a call and say, I knew who you were and I knew that your ego needed to be doubted so that you could prove me wrong. I really knew who you were. And I knew that if I doubted you, it would put a doubt in your mind, but you were so driven that you would overcome it. Well, no, that's not what happened to me. You spoke a word into my life, and unfortunately, I lived right into it. The thing is, I was unsure that if I went to Charlotte for college, that I could actually handle the freedom on my own. I needed support. I didn't need doubt. I needed somebody to say, Bo, here's what you're going to do. And here's how you're going to do it. And I know that you're going to be a great leader someday. That's what I needed. I needed the supportive people who spoke life and positivity into my leadership path. I didn't need that doubt. And I definitely don't need to speak about him ever again. Number three, is thanking your haters really what you want to do? Is that how you want to pass down to your, you know, people that you're leading right now? Do you want to teach them that you should talk about previous bosses that were so bad and so negative that tore you down that you want to spend time gossiping about them? Because it's that adage or the verse that says, You're spending time pointing out a splinter in someone else's eye when you have a log in your own eye. I don't want to spend time talking about his downfalls and how he brought me down. I want to spend time uplifting my people and speaking about those that blazed the path before me, mentors and leaders that really changed my trajectory and identified my potential. Essentially, If you're giving haters credit, that means that you're giving people that doubted you the credit. Do you want people to feel like they led you because they knew you maybe deeper than you really knew yourself? No. I want to speak about the Marlon Berries and the Ryan Bolins, those that saw my potential, pointed it out, and told me, young man, You have a natural gift. If you come to work for me, I will pour into you because you know what my why is, is to make great leaders. And my why now is to make a greater leader than I in less time. I believe that if I show people like my office principle and mantra of my business, that we love insurance, but we love people more. If I spend time talking about the love that I have versus the hate that I have, I believe that it will inspire people to achieve their optimal potential. I don't want to waste time digging up the past and talking bad about those because quite frankly, I feel bad for them. I'd rather reach back out to them and help them grow than I would to bring their doubt into my success and give them credit now. 
So in conclusion, I would tell you to leave the haters out of it altogether. Let's get serious about our why. As we go on this journey, you're going to hear other leaders' why. You're going to hear my why, my convictions. And my why isn't just a simple one why. I may have 10 whys and 10 convictions that really touch uh, something deep inside of you. Because I hope that when I speak about my path and about my leadership, that it really helps change your life. Because if your life is changed, I will feel like my life makes an impact. Because my why, as a leader, is to make a greater leader than I in half the time. So by pushing through the hard days, by focusing on those that have encouraged you and inspired you, leave the doubt and the doubters and the haters at the door. And what's tough, your haters, your doubters, they may be your family. It may be your spouse. It may be an ex-spouse. It may be a brother, a sister, a cousin, a mother and father. It may be your current boss. I would tell you to focus on your why. Focus on those that believe in you. If you don't have anybody that believes in you, I would encourage you to look at your circle of friends, your circle of confidants. I have surrounded myself with people that I want to be like in a certain way. And when I look at my circle of friends, I'd like to think that there are different versions of me in different places of where I'm at today. And they encourage me. They lift me up. One of my old mentors uh, used this uh, saying, and I, 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 I've loved it. He said, surround yourself with friends that celebrate you, not tolerate you. Well, I changed it ever so slightly and put it into my business as surround yourself with people that celebrate you, not tolerate you, work for a company that celebrates you, not tolerates you, have friends, have a close circle that celebrates you, not tolerates you. If you take that little line and you put it into your life, does it change your outlook of your friends? Does it change the way that you look at them? Are you tolerating them? Should you be celebrating them? Are they tolerating you? Should you be celebrating them more? I've always said that if you first care about somebody, they will care about you next. So like I said, let's celebrate the great leaders in our life. Let's celebrate those that have inspired us, elevated us to our full potential, and set us on a path of success. When I bring the haters into the conversation, I take away breaths and seconds of my life that is super important and needs to be spent on the positivity. Because I hope that when I die and then I'm gone, that I have encouraged my kids and given them enough inspiration in those that work for me to continue on through the tough days. I don't want them to dwell on the haters. I pray that I make a big enough impact on my family and on my employees, followers, and friends that it carries them through the tough days.
So stay close to your true convictions. Stay close to your friends and those that inspire you. Surround yourself with those that celebrate you, not tolerate you. Work for a company that has a mantra and a why like ours. We love insurance, but we love people more. And how do you show that? By uplifting and speaking positive about others. If you have a habit of speaking bad about others and gossiping, whether it's a previous boss or previous employee, I bet you your employees wonder, does he speak about me like that? Will he speak about me like that one day? But if you speak highly and uplift and you speak of those that have uplifted you and your business and others, and sometimes it's good to just say, I saw a leader act in a way with his employee or friend or son or daughter or spouse that really changed my life. Was I impacted by the direct conversation? No, it had nothing to do with me, but I witnessed it and it left a positive impact on my life. Let's leave the haters at the door. They don't deserve the credit. Well, until next time, I would ask you to surround yourself with those that celebrate you versus those that tolerate you and say goodbye to the haters and the doubters. So make sure to click like, subscribe, and follow. Find me on Instagram where you will see video clips, uh, quotes, pictures, and real life posts. Please leave a review if this has positively impacted your life. I thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you soon. This is the conviction of a leader. Hi, guys. I hope you liked my dad's podcast. Thanks for listening.